Each week, I'll be bringing you stories of people living lives of fruitful service, of peace, community, compassion, creative action, and progressive efforts. I'll be tracing the spiritual roots that support and nourish them in their service, hoping to inspire and encourage you to sink deep roots and produce sacred fruit in your own life. Let us sing song for the dreaming of the world That we may If you ask the average American what they know about Rwanda, the most likely response is Hotel Rwanda, the movie about the 1994 massive genocide in Rwanda. And they're not likely to know much more than that. The Rwandan genocide was a staggering event, with something like 800,000 people killed in about three months. If that's all you knew about Rwanda, of course, you would not think too highly of this tiny African nation. But Rwanda is much more than just the genocide, though reminders of that horrible event dot the countryside. For me, when I think of Rwanda, I think of friendly, helping, smiling people. And most of all, I think of Friends Peace House in Kigali, Rwanda's capital. Friends Peace House in Rwanda is an inspiration to the world and a beacon of hope in a troubled world. And that institution and the people who are part of it are the focus of this week's Spirit in Action. I spent a month in Rwanda last year as part of a Quaker folk dance group called the Friendly Folk Dancers. Even though Rwanda is a relatively small country, we could only scratch the surface in the course of our brief visit. And most of the time, I was visiting with people connected with the Evangelical Friends Church of Rwanda. In common speak... These are Quakers, though they are a very different strain of Quakers than the group with which I am affiliated in the United States. They are both of this distinctive variety of Quakers called Evangelical Friends, and they are Africans. It was a delight to get to know them, and even more importantly, it was a blessing to connect with them across the continents in the divine work of peace. Let's first get you in the mood by setting the atmosphere. If you haven't seen the movie Hotel Rwanda, I encourage you to see it. If you have, you may recognize this music from the soundtrack for that movie. Sit back, fasten your seatbelts, and join me for a visit to Rwanda and Friends Peace House.
While I was in Rwanda last year, I was pleased to visit with David Buchura, who I had met briefly the year before while he traveled in the USA. We had an ongoing discussion about the life of Rwandan Quakers and their churches, as well as their unstinting work for peace. We were just talking a little bit ago, David, about baptism and how friends approach it here in Rwanda. Could you say a little bit about what you know of friends' attitude and what you do here that's maybe a little bit different? Again, we're part of evangelical friends, uh, which is somewhat different than the group I'm part of, Friends General Conference Associated, also known as Liberal Friends. Tell me about what you think about baptism here as part of Friends. I think evangelical friends and liberal Quaker, FGC, all of us who are from George Fox, and you have some same core values as Quakers. Here in Rwanda, as I said, evangelical friends, we are evangelical, but we do not put our effort or we do not believe much on baptism in water. What we believe is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We do here, we do baptize for people who want to be baptized. Because if you see other churches around, they do baptism in water. And sometimes we found in Burundi, the friends were going out to be baptized, to take baptism of water and coming back. Even in Kenya, is almost the same. And here we choose to baptize for people who wish, who want to be baptized. But for us, we teach them not to believe the baptism of water, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And if we see what we had here in Rwanda, war, conflict, genocide, most people were baptized in water. But if they were baptized by the Holy Spirit, I do believe we not have what we had here. But here, some people believe the baptism in the water, but for us as Quakers, as friends, the baptism of water is signal, is a sample. It doesn't change. It doesn't transform the person. The person must be transformed by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. David, you mentioned you serve as chairman of the Peace Committee. What does that mean? What role does the Peace Committee have to do for Rwandan friends? Well, the role of Peace Committee or Peace Commission of Rwanda Yard Meeting here, as you know, Quakers or friends, we are peacemakers or peace churches. One of the core values is building peace way over the world. From what you had here in Rwanda, genocide, conflict, war, and as Quakers, we need to contribute. As peacemakers, as a peace church, we need to contribute. In that, Rwanda Yale meeting elected or set up a commission on peace and reconciliation here in Rwanda. And the role of this commission is to see how Rwanda friends may contribute for peace building and reconciliation in our country for Rwandese and for our members and for our people in general. 
the peace commission is there also to plan to plan to the strategic plan for peace activities here in Rwanda and to see how we may work with other Quakers over the world to bring peace not only here in Rwanda but the peace commission of Rwanda may collaborate with other peacemakers over the world and you have a plan we have activities and also we have French peace house and French peace house is as a coordination of our peace activities and the peace commission is there to work with French peace house to see if the French peace house is making into practice the vision of the mission of Rwanda Yal meeting so is the friends peace house is that a project of Rwanda yearly meeting do you appoint the people who work for friends peace house is that done by the peace commission that you're the chairman of yes uh, friends peace house is established by Rwanda Yal meeting friends peace house works for Rwanda Yal meeting and for Rwandese and the coordinator of friends peace house is pointed by Rwanda Yal meeting even other staff and the Rwanda Yal meeting or peace commission is there to see what friends peace house is working what are some of the other projects and other efforts that you're making as part of the peace commission of Rwanda yearly meeting well the peace commission we have other peace activities most are under friends peace house we have alternative to violence project or program we have heroic heroic is trauma recovering and you have women dialogue and you have other peace activities under friends peace house and you have we have other small programs over the country or up country and those programs much work under friends peace house and must reach what the peace commission established in the plan so would you say that the peace commission of rwanda yearly meeting established the plan and then the job is for friends peace house to implement to carry out much of the work yes you are true yeah the peace the friends peace house is to implement and the peace commission is to plan do you have other witnesses for instance what is the friends here in rwanda what is their attitude towards service in the military of rwanda but for that that is a big question because for us evangelical friends because the evangelical friends started by missionaries from us when they came they emphasized on evangelism planting churches and they seem to forget peace issue and is after genocide we found that we need to show our identity as quakers and we started to know that we are peace church and now we are starting to teach our people not to make violence and not to do this not to do this for that question we are not yet discussed on that but we have in our doctrine that french church is a peace church and we we need we need to continue to teach our people to read books on that 
But for us here, we do emphasize on evangelism, not conscience objection. So would it be fair to say that there are members of Rwanda Yearly Meeting who do work as soldiers in the military? Yes, we have. And we have soldiers. We have soldiers. Even you have our treasurer is a military. He's a treasurer of Rwanda Yearly Meeting. Yeah, but he's a peacemaker. If I understand correctly, though, what you're saying is the yearly meeting is still wrestling with this idea of how you are a peacemaker and you're part of the military. It's not clear yet uh, how those roles go together or if you can do both? Yeah, that I said for us, we discussed all that and we are still discussing all that. And most people, we found that sometimes we must do both and it depends for your, your objective and for your vision you have if you go to the military. But there are some who said we may go, and others they said we can't go, as Quakers. Again, thank you, David, for your time here. Okay, thank you too, Mark. Thank you for your coming. After that visit with David Buchura, chairman of the Peace Committee of the Evangelical Friends Church in Rwanda, you heard a little bit of music from the region. That was recorded at Kamenge Friends Church and was typical of their very lively, animated, and indeed spirited worship services, with lots of singing and dancing, so different from the worship based on silent waiting on the Lord that is the norm of unprogrammed Quakers like me in the USA. We'll continue our Rwandan visit by speaking with the director of Friends Peace House, Cizeli Marcelin. A note about communications. The native language of Rwanda is called Kenya Rwandan, and because it was a Belgian colony, French was a primary language, particularly amongst the better-educated Rwandans. English, like that spoken by their neighbor, Uganda, is becoming more and more common, and a significant number of Rwandans speak at least some Kiswahili. To interview Marcelin, we decided to use the services of Joyce Akesu as translator. Joyce is on the staff of Friends Peace House, and we will be speaking to her husband, Gaston, to round off our interviews. I'll take you now to Rwanda for a visit with director of Friends Peace House, Cizel Marcelin, translated for us by Joyce Akeasu. 
Marcelin, you're director of the program at Friends Peace House. How long have you been coordinator, and what are the duties of your job as coordinator? Maze kuva I've been a coordinator since 2000, and the reason as to why I'm the coordinator, it's because I coordinate all the activities in Friends Peace House. What are the activities of Friends Peace House that you oversee? Which ones have you been involved with directly? We have so many activities in Urugol Guamaholo, that's a friend's peace house. We do counseling, we do conflict resolution, we have different uh, trainings, we are mediators, and we teach people unity and the reconciliation. We try to rebuild the peace among the Rwandese. About the activities I've ever done in uh, our Friends Peace House is more especially Gachacha reintegration. I remember I'm, uh, I'm the founder of that activity in the Friends Peace House and again concerning rebuilding and talking about peace, I'm, I'm also the founder of that program. Have you been a friend, a Quaker, for a long time? Although I'm not the first member, but I started with the church the time it started in Rwanda. And the Vangrico Friends Church started in Rwanda in 1986, and in 1987, it was regularized by the government of Rwanda. Then, the next year, I decided to become a member of the church. It seems to me that peace and reconciliation are very important to all of the Quakers I've met all over Rwanda. Is that part of what attracted you to become a member of the Friends Church, or was there another reason? The reason as to why I decided to become a Quaker is I saw that the Quakers are peacemakers. Then the second reason is that I'm also a peacemaker and I like peace. Those are the main two reasons as to why I decided to become a Quaker. Who actually founded Friends Peace House? When was it founded and were you part of that founding of Friends Peace House? The church was started in Rwanda by missionaries from Burundi. One of them is called Willard Ferguson. The second one is Young and Paul Fombod. By then, I noticed that with them because I was a Catholic. By then, when I decided to join the church, I became active and started using my talents in the church. Were you one of the people who founded Friends Peace House? 
Yes, I'm among the founders of Friends Peace House because by then I was a clerk and it was so easy for me to take a decision with some few other people and that's why we managed to start the Friends Peace House. What are some of the most important results that you've seen Friends Peace House have, the things that have changed because of Friends Peace House? Actually, Urugur Guamaholo has bared important and beautiful fruits like unity and the reconciliation. And after the genocide, people's hearts had hard wounds and we can say that people are recovering slowly by slowly because of trainings from Urugur Guamaholo. Conflict resolution is also important to our country and it's more especially done by Urugur Guamaholo and the government is appreciating our activities since we are helping the citizens and the citizens are the government. So I can say that we have fruits because of Urugur Guamaholo. What plans do you have for the future? What projects and what, what do you hope that Friends Peace House will become? As uh, our country faced difficulties of genocide, we had the first actions to make people feel released. We also had the second step of training people and showing them where we have been and where we are going. So the third step uh, on which we are now is to encourage people rebuild their country and developing their country. So we have dreams of development now. And we will do that through gathering all people Urugor Gamahol have worked with and we will start teaching them doing developmental jobs and activities. And uh, if I talk about development, I don't mean developing like uh, the country has it in its programs. I mean development, but including peace in our activities. We need to develop, but peacefully not doing other things which are contradict to our peace. I think that not everyone who works at Friends Peace House is Quaker, but are there ways in which you do your work at Friends Peace House which are Quaker? Actually, the activities of Urugor Guamaholo began from the church and later we had workers from other churches but the main reason that made us have workers from other churches is that Friends Church or the Quakers themselves do not isolate people they don't segregate in uh, ethnic groups. That's why we decided to bring them in so that the activities should be spread to more and different areas. We wanted to spread peace to other churches also. If, we were, for example, we have a Catholic worker with us, he or she will spread our activities and talk about peace 
in his or her church. That's the main reason as to why we decided to work with the other different people who are not Quakers. And actually, if the Quakers have peace, when other churches do not have peace, that is not peace. So real peace is when we share what we have with the other churches. Another thing is that uh, as we go out for trainings of Urugu Rwamaholo, we introduce ourselves as people coming from a friend's peace house, but when we are different people and from different religions. If I introduce myself and say that I'm a Quaker, then the second facilitator say that I'm an Adventist. Another one would say I'm, a, a Pente- I'm from a Pentecostal church. The participants feel themselves at home, and uh, since we go when we are from different religions, they also feel like we feel. If there, we have a participant who is an Adventist, when we have a, a facilitator who is an Adventist, she or he will feel free and will relax in the workshop. So that's why we decided not to work alone like Quakers, but instead spread peace and bring all people into our activities. I wanted to come back, Marcela, as to why you became a Quaker. And you said it was because of peacemakers. This was before the genocide by some years. Were you afraid that something like the genocide would happen? Were you trying to change how the Rwandan society existed? Why was peace important to you? Generally, thank you for the good question. In fact, I had not seen something that scared me a lot, but in our families as Rwandese, people understood things differently. And I remember I started resolving conflicts in my real family when I was still a very young boy. So I cannot say that uh, we had no conflicts, and I cannot say that we stayed peacefully. That's why I think it made me to become a Quaker, because I had seen conflicts when I was still a very young boy. As I said, I started the resolving conflicts between my family members when I was still young. By then, I had started going to school, but actually I did not get a chance of getting educated. After that, I had decided also to become a Catholic father, but the leaders of the church refused me to become one. So, That made me hate the Catholics first. When uh, the Quakers started the church in Rwanda, they came evangelizing and they found me when actually I had no stand. So they brought me in the church and that made me feel free to use my talent because I found them peacemakers, and I was a peacemaker. I felt I, I loved peace, and from there I grew into the church, talking about peace, though the genocide had not yet started. 
That's how I started. Up to now, I'm a peacemaker, I can say. A few years before the genocide, there were just a small, very small signs which showed people that something was going to happen. But again, the genocide, I can say, made me or supported me as a backbone supports an individual because it encouraged me more to say out or to do the activities I'm doing now through Rugogomahoro. Because had it been that genocide did not take place, I wouldn't have called the coordinator of Peace House. So I became one because of what happened in our country. The reason as to why I say that uh, genocide helped me to improve onto what uh, I had in my heart is that by now, though I did not have a chance of getting educated, I feel I can help any child through Urugorgwa Maholo to go to school. Second to that, I try to teach and become an example of how people should respect each other's rights. Sadly, I feel I can be talking on behalf of people who do not have a stand like I was. Another thing I can talk about is that I'm among the genocide survivors, but though I am, I tried to gather people and brought them into groups. Those groups, genocide survivors and the ex-prisoners or the genociders. And I'm the one who started that activity, and up to now it's known by the government. For all the programs that you do at Friends Peace House, how many people have been involved over the years since 2000? How many people's lives have you affected with all of the programs at Friends Peace House? The question is a bit difficult for me to answer because I did not cram the number of the people in my head except if uh, I try and give you some written reports. But as I know, in Gachacha integration, we have like 2,000 members in Changugu, 70 in Msovu, and another big number, I cannot really say that, uh, that the real number is this one or this one, but actually I assure you we have helped many people through Rugorgwa Mahoro activities. Thank you very much for taking your time with me today. Thank you also for having this time with me too, and thank you for taking your time listening to what I've been telling you. This shows that you are with us spiritually and physically. You are encouraging us to do more activities and good ones, not bad ones. Thank you again. That was Cizelle Marcelin, Director of Friends Peace House in Rwanda, translated for us by Joyce Akeasu. You may have noted a kind of hissing that came on at the end of that interview. No, that was not an equipment malfunction. It was an abundant tropical downpour. I want to remind you that this is Spirit in Action, and I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet, for this Northern Spirit Radio production. 
go to our site, northernspiritradio.org, to listen to this and others of our broadcasts. And you'll find information about and links to our guests on that site. You can also subscribe to our programs via iTunes. We love to have your feedback, so please consider posting a comment on northernspiritradio.org. We've one more Rwandan we're going to visit with, and Joyce Kesu is his wife. His name is Gaston Hector Shaka, and you'll have to excuse my poor pronunciation. Gaston danced with us last year when the friendly folk dancers visited Rwanda, and he joined us this year for a dance tour of that group in the USA. So I had a good chance to get to know him. Who would have thought that this generous, loving man could be the same child whose parents and siblings were murdered in the 1994 Rwandan genocide? Few of us have such powerful adversity and rise from it with divine help to be a worker for peace and healing. We'll speak to Gaston Hector Shaka, staff member of Friends Peace House, by phone after a little dance music. Picture Rwandan women dancing with baskets on their heads as we get ready to speak with Gaston. Gaston, thanks for joining me for Spirit in Action. Yes, thank you, Mark. I'm so happy to. <laughs> Gaston, you've been working at Friends Peace House. How long has that been now, and what is your position there with Friends Peace House? Uh, I serve uh, Friends Peace House for nine years. I work as a facilitator in hearing and rebuilding our community in Hirok. And I work with street kids, street children, children. Yeah, you know, we have many, many kids in the streets because of different problems caused by genocide, poverty, HIV, AIDS. Many problems conflicting from families, those cause children to go in the streets. So Friends Peace House and Evangelical Friends Church in Rwanda have burden to help those people to help those kids. So I work with them and I help people in hearing wounds and reconciliation, you know, because in different ethnics, you know, caused by genocide, 1994. And when you say you help the street kids, what kind of things do you do for them? How do you help them? We help them in different ways. We give different skills to them so that they can support them themselves. Those who are still young, we teach them to write, to read, and uh, we take them to primary schools. That's the basic base of studies, primary schools in our country. And the others we try to take uh, in high school or secondary school. That's a all core. Others who are older enough and who can't for normal studies, we 
train them in, in different skills like uh, uh, sewing, clothes, using machines to sell to the market, to sell sewing uniform. They try to to sew uniforms for our schools, for our students. Uh, you know, the Friends Church in Rwanda have different schools like uh, primaries, secondaries, or high schools. So those people, those young, those kids, boys and girls, make uniforms so they can uh, gain money, earn money for supporting themselves and where they, they live. And we train them to, we teach them to make bricks, uh, cement bricks or block cement in français, to build houses. Uh, you know, this time in our country they are building houses, uh, not using uh, woods or trees because of environment, protect environment. So we teach them to make bricks to build the houses and welding, how to make doors, windows, metal, metal things, you know, for houses and the other, and the tools and other things. We teach them to make a garden, cultivating, you know, to cultivate, making a garden, kitchen garden, kitchen garden. It's many, many skills we give to them. And what is your role in working with them? Are you actually one of the trainers? Do you train for the sewing, the welding, all of these other tasks? Or is it your job recruiting? These are street kids, and I think by that you mean that they are not living with family. They don't necessarily have the regular kind of homes that many people have. Mm, yeah, okay, my post is an assistant coordinator in that program. But as I work with them, I charge to visit some kids and try to find people who can help them from outside, supposing, you know. And where are these children living? Are they living on the streets? Uh, do they have some families left yet? I'm not sure what you mean by street kids. They don't live in the street anyway when we, they have a chance to get or to arrive in our center, in child my friend school or center. You know, we try to find some people, kind people, truth, churches, uh, or government government readers we work with so that people can help them, can decide to take one or two at home so that they can even help workers uh, activities at home like washing, dishes, prints, like fetching or activities at home. So others we try to find relatives, friends. Anyway, there are others who stay uh, themselves, uh, yeah, they stay, who live themselves, who have brothers or sisters, and he, he must take care of them. So we, f we make follow-up, and, uh, yeah, we help in that way, but we wish, we wish, we wish that they can stay in our center, in our school, but we have no dormitories. We have a land, a big land, a big plot. So if, if we can find means to build buildings, we can help them. We wish they can stay in our area, in our uh, local, but means, means. So, yeah, that's how. <laughs> I think that this experience, I mean, you've had your own experience with 
needing the church to take you in to help you out. Could you speak a little bit about the personal history you have, Gaston, and that got you involved eventually with Friends and with Friends Peace House, starting from the time back at the time of the genocide. How old were you then? I was 15 years old in 1994. I was born in North Province, Bjumba. So I came to hear that people are killing each other. You know, we were supposed to be killed. So I fled, I fled, I left my family. They were being killing, killing each other. So they killed my parents, my sister, two sisters and one brother. So I went so that I came with uh, those uh, army or soldiers of RPF to Chigari. The, the killing was happening too, but the RPF tried to stop it in, in those in that time. So, I, you know, after that, the war continued to Congo, but I came to join Samaritan's Pass. It's an organization, American organization, some know, which helped young people or children who lost their parents, their families, relatives, and friends during the war, during the genocide. They took me and they took care of me. They gave me everything. So I went after, as the war was continuing, reducing or stopping, I went back. I went back to school. I, I went to Quaker School, Evangelical Church School in Uganda. So that I went to meet, to meet with the missionary Hector Mann. He helped me a lot to my studies in high school. So after I came to work in 2001, I joined Friends Peace House programs because I was involved in it. In a different workshops like HELOC, Healing and Rebuilding Our Communities, and the AVP, Alternative to Violence. So uh, helped by those programs or those workshops, truth, those programs, uh, I came to forgive what I call my enemies, <laughs> those who killed my family, my parents, you know. So that's how, that is my life. <laughs> so, and after that, I came to, to married. I married, I decided to get married with my wife, my beautiful wife, Joyce. That's an amazing journey. Your your parents, your sisters, your brother are killed. You're involved with these military people, but you were not a soldier, is what I understand. No, no, I was not, and I'm not. Yeah, it was a refugee in, in them. They helped me. They, they saved me. Let's say that. <laughs> and then you got back down to Kigali, to Chigali. There you found people to help you, uh, continuing on, the Samaritan people. Did you take part in some of these workshops, these HEROC, the Healing and Rebuilding Our Communities, or the AVP, the Alternatives to Violence Programs? Were you uh, one of the participants in those workshops first? Is that how you first got to learn about what they do? Uh, no. I came to, particip to participate after after that. But you sat in with those groups as a person who 
had suffered the ravages of war. You had been hurt by war, so you went there not first as a staff or a volunteer, but as a person who had been hurt by the genocide. Isn't that true? In those programs, the French Peace House in Rwanda, its purpose is to build the lasting peace, lasting peace in Rwanda. So what they do is the, uh, in those workshops, they try to invite survivors and the people who have, who played the law in genocide, who killed the people or raised the prisoners, and they came uh, and meet that day of a workshop. Uh, almost takes three days. No one knew or know he's going to meet with somebody else who killed him or who killed his family or who caused this. So you you always see you are sitting together and the workshop starts and giving lessons. No one can talk to others. You are angry, you you are fear, you are afraid, you feel fear. So but it came when uh, you see that those sometimes those people who committed the genocide of they ask forgiveness. They ask forgiveness according to what they learned though the uh, from uh, the lessons, the, the, from the workshops, they can say, okay, I ask forgiveness for killing, yeah, for killing people in the during genocide. So uh, that's what they do, and you, you try to to think about, they show you where they, you, you, they put your person, you know, your bo- you, you, their bodies. So that is help for helping or... Yeah, helping is a process. In, you know, giving forgiveness is a process. It's not comes directly. You, it's something you think about. And uh, as human being, as people who everyone has good side or bad side, yeah, you know, and you decide to forgive, forgive people. We forgive, we forgive, but never, never forget. You know that, that we do. That seems amazing, I think, to most of us, to be able to forgive people. I don't know if you actually know the people who killed your parents, who killed your family. Have you been able to talk to them and say, you hurt me badly, but yet I forgive you? Have you been able to talk to those people directly? Well, some died. Some died during the war. Others uh, are prisoners. I still in prison. But uh, two of them were outside. They were released. The, uh, we talked about that, and they helped me. They, they tried to, to help in some, some problems I had. So they are friends of mine. <laughs> they are friends of mine. Yeah. You know, Gaston, I, I know you have a very big heart. I, I know you as a very compassionate and loving person. I try. <laughs> <laughs> but is it because you are such an incredible loving person that you were able to forgive? Because I, I think many of our listeners to this radio program, they're going to say, I could never forgive like that. That would not be possible. What made it possible for you to forgive? Uh, as a human being, okay, uh, to me, I didn't know I read the Bible. <laughs> That's what I want to tell you, that <laughs> I read even the Bible. The Bible says, please forgive <laughs> and don't <to> revenge. <laughs> so 
and love your enemies. So as uh, I have committed to forgive those people and for forgive other people who committed genocide because of that. But it's a human being. Some can forgive, others not. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's a process. It's a, it's a step slowly by slowly. You know, people, we are different. Some are weak. Others are strong. We don't live in the same condition. Yeah, but to me, forgiving is very important. Is very important for me in my life because if I don't forgive, my future <laughs> is very difficult for me. I forgave to create my future, to uh, create my hope, to help my family, to build a strong hope in me. If you think about uh, things past, things past, you will continue to think, and you you will fall, you will fall where you are. You fall down. Nothing you can do to help you, to protect you. You know, you don't have a hope for future. So me, I decided to do that for creating my good future with my family, my children, in society, in my country, and God helped me in it. I read Bible. I love the Lord. I trust in God. God is my father. <laughs> Let me say that. God is my father. Yeah, yeah. Me, I, I do. Others do too. Yeah, others can't do because we are different. Yeah, what I think is not you think. It's not other think. But yeah, it happened. It happened. People forgive others. Yeah, we we are one people. We are we are creators of God of the Lord. Well, it's a very inspirational effort, a inspirational life journey you've lived from a person who could have been embittered, could have been angry could have carried that weight with him to someone who is doing so much to heal the next generation after you. About how many street kids do you end up dealing with or does Friends Peace House end up dealing with? Now we have 138 children. They are in different programs. Some, I have told you, some are in, in primary school in, and the secondary school or high school and the others are following this skills, are studying skills. But the total is one, 138 children. Right at this moment. But how long, this program has been going for some years, so you must have dealt with perhaps thousands of children? Yeah, we, we have, yeah, all years we have uh, almost 500, 500 children, yeah, street kids. But now they are grown up enough, some are already married, they have children, they have family, <laughs> you know, <laughs> women and husband. Others are working in different jobs. Some we supported them in in Quaker activities. They are garden garden making. You know, they are making different jobs because of skills they they aren't in our school. If people here in the United States want to help Friends Peace House, what web page should they look at? How can they help contribute money, or maybe even travel over to Rwanda and volunteer? How do they make those connections? Oh, thank you. That's a good information or good question. Okay, if anybody is interested to visit us, to come in Rwanda, or to see what we are doing, uh, you can find 
our address in our website, Friends Peace House, www, you know, the Friends Peace House, Friends Peace House, you know, and uh, dot RW means RW means Rwanda, Friends Peace House dot RW. So that's where you can find more information. <laughs> and please, we need you, we need people to listen to us. We need the people to help us, our programs. And you are welcome. You can even come to study, to have, to make research. We have a big library. We have books to read. Yeah, yeah, we have a library. You can learn more from our country, from our programs. Thank you very much. Well, it's wonderful work you've done, and I wish you well on the rest of your travels in the United States before you return home to your lovely wife, Joyce, and your two darling daughters. Please take our love back to them with you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. May God bless your radio. <laughs> yeah, thank you for giving me this chance to, to say my, my desire. That was Gaston Hector Shaka, staff worker at Friends Peace House in Kigali, capital of Rwanda, rounding out our visit with Workers for Peace and Trauma Healing in Rwanda. Their website is friendspeacehouse.rw, RW for Rwanda. And you can find a link via my northernspiritradio.org site, where you can also leave a comment. Let's close with a little modern Rwandan music in a combination of Kinyu Rwandan, Kiswahili, and even a little English. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. D. Yeah. It's your boy. Uh-huh. Took up a top like fresh. Moko ready? Yeah, there we go. Wapewe! Oh. Once again. Yeah. yeah. African sun. Yeah. Shine your light, boy. Hey, DD. I thought to have you, sir. Daniel Fraser Records. Yeah. Nietzsche, Muminga, Musso, Singole, Virguanda. Wagasavo, Wanyivaru, Yeah. 
ngarije ambabariye nandayizeye ese murakuma nyikorungeze habi amisi bro jeve emabre nandemera ese murakuma The theme music for this program is Turning of the World, performed by Sarah Thompson. This Spirit in Action program is an effort of Northern Spirit Radio. You can listen to our programs and find links and information about us and our guests on our website, northernspiritradio.org. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Mark Helpsmeet, and I welcome your comments and stories of those leading lives of spiritual fruit. May you find deep roots to support you and grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. With every voice